Welcome to Duct Tape and Paper Clips. I'm Nathan Hartswick. And I'm Annie Russell. This is the show where we rewatch, review, and ridicule every episode of MacGyver for the first time since our childhoods. That is correct. And tonight we are breaking down season two, episode eight. The title is Eagles. Eagles. <laughs> Just simple, plain old Eagles. We're going to find out how this holds up. But first, let's catch up a little. Annie, I'm excited because we're doing another live event, kind of. Um, yes, I am. I am so excited. This is going to be something that we've never done before. Yeah. This Saturday, the 13th of March marks the one year anniversary of Vermont Comedy Club being closed due to COVID. So they're having, we are having uh, a hellobration is what we're calling it. And it's a 24 hour <laughs> virtual comedy marathon. There'll be a lot of different things, including a live uh, duct tape and paperclip slot. Um Tell people what we're doing. It's oh gosh, gonna be we're fun. we're going to be doing so many things that we are definitely going to have figured out by the time the yeah. show happens. And, <laughs> There's a reason I threw um, to you and I said, "What are we doing, Annie?" <laughs> but no, we have we're going to be doing some readings of mm. some MacGyver fan fiction, yes. which is a thing that exists out there. <laughs> um, if you care to find it, and we do, um, we're going to have some funny comics who are going to help us out and be on our little panel. So we're going to do some readings. We might show a little bit of video. Um, we're going to have some fun stuff. We're going to play some games. So it's yeah. going to be a really fun, interactive kind of performance that we're going to do. And you don't have to do any homework for it. There is no episode <laughs> of MacGyver that you need to watch to prepare. You just get to log on and enjoy. Yes. <laughs> uh, that is, that's going to be super fun. I cannot tell you what the exact time slot is, but I'm sure we'll be posting it on our socials when we find out. Um, it'll be fun to delve into some of the um, wilder fan fiction that's been written about MacGyver. Yes. And we've talked about on this podcast many times that there are so many just enthusiastic MacGyver <laughs> fans out there. And yeah, we're yeah. going to be highlighting some of their work. <laughs> yeah. I've been looking at websites from like 1997, like Alta Vista Absolutely. websites uh, to find some of this fanfic. So it's going to be Yeah. Great. There's, we're going deep into the archives to find some <laughs> of this stuff. And so I really encourage people to tune in because this is the kind of weird shit that we don't get a chance to do on our normal recap. So Absolutely. this is just going to be fun. Yeah. And I have a feeling that uh, if you happen to miss it or if, if you want to relive it, then this will probably end up becoming a Patreon bonus episode. So if you're not a subscriber to a Patreon, what are you doing? Jump on board that and you'll get to hear it uh, after the fact as well. Do it. We have so many fun things on our Patreon already. We have little... Yeah content, you know, things that you haven't heard on the podcast, some videos. So, you know, it really does help to kind of offset some of the cost um, of making this podcast. And so it would be great if you listen and you like the podcast to just throw us a couple bucks on yeah, Patreon. Absolutely. Um, what else is going on? Personal shit. Uh, I mentioned in last week's episode that I was having my nephew Carter over for three days. Yes. And he as of this recording, he's coming over tomorrow. I, I had a I had a moment where I looked around my house and I was like, I'm going to bring an eight-year-old into this house. I have a little spare bedroom. I'm like, he can sleep there. And then I was like, <laughs> he hasn't been out of his own house in over a year. 
Like, right. you know, I've got to make this feel like a kid's room. Like I got to make it feel a little special for him. So I kind of went crazy today and I found like every fun thing I could possibly find in my house. And I put it in that room and I like kind of Yeah, and set you it run a comedy and... club. So you probably have a bunch of weird <laughs> stuff. I have a bunch of weird around. stuff. Yeah. But, I, you know, not a lot of like, I don't have a lot of kids stuff because I don't have kids uh, here. <laughs> I have an adult child. And like you um, have a child. I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> she's 22. She's, uh, she's fine. Um, but, you know, I don't have like toys and games games and stuff. So I had to kind of, uh, improvise, but, um, you know, I, I found, uh, we have this little sort of motorized led light thing in the basement I found. And I put that in there to put stars in the ceiling and, you know, all the fun stuff when you're eight. Nice. Um, so I'm, I might be more excited than him for, that he's coming over. <laughs> I mean, it does, it, that is how it's coming across, yeah, but I think that that's, <laughs> um, I think it's, that's we're great. We're going to play video I mean, games, Annie, and eat junk food. <laughs> everybody needs their dorky uncle in their life who, is yes. going to go over the top when they come to visit, <laughs> and I'm glad that Carter gets to. I think Dorky that. Uncle is my jam. That's my vibe. That's my whole thing. <laughs> really, I feel like you're just coming into yeah. your own right now. Like you've yeah. finally figured out. I mean, it beats scared shitless dad, which is what I was in my twenties. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I I am really excited to get into some of my older years because I think that I have always had like the attitude of sort of like mm. an older like no bullshit lady and <laughs> yeah, now yeah. I get to really come into that in the next yeah. like, decade or so so I'm I'm looking forward to to that very much and as for me I am going to Death Valley this weekend I am going to wow. be there for a long weekend Amazing. and when I tell you and I tell all of you at home <laughs> mm-hmm. that I never thought this would be a vacation destination <laughs> that I would ever, ever, ever go to. Um, but, you know, with the pandemic, one of the upsides is like, if you can get to a national park, I highly recommend doing so if you can do so safely because um, a lot of the national parks are doing sort of like a reservation system. So they're allowing much fewer people in than they normally would. So you get a chance to see some of these amazing things um, without the crowds, without the crowds that you would normally see. Awesome. You know, a typical national parks. So like I got a chance to go to Yosemite, which again, I'm really glad I did um, not in normal times because normally um, it's a a crowd traffic situation that Mm. like I would not want to do. So I'm going to be doing that with Death Valley um, and yeah, excited to like hike on some sand dunes and see some crazy valleys and mountains and badlands and all like an unforgettable like you need a t-shirt that says i went to death valley in a pandemic (laughs) (laughs) it is really dark even for me i'm gonna say like (laughs) it's this is i I tend to wear dark humor in general um but yeah death valley during a pandemic is It's a little too on brand. So both oh. both of us are really uh, becoming who we're truly meant to be. Absolutely. Leaning into our, our brand. Um, fantastic. Well, I wish you all the luck in the world. I will be eating junk food with a child and you will be. <laughs> I will be hiking in Death Valley um, in March, which is the only time I'm willing to go there uh, mm. because I am not going over the summer yeah. when it's 120 <laughs> degrees. Smart. Um, Smart. So it'll be like 75 and I'm thrilled. Amazing. Amazing. Well, that's wonderful. Um, all right. Well, let's get into our episode, shall we? Let's talk to our guest. 
He is a terrific comedian. He's a regular on many of the best stand-up shows in New York. He's appeared in comedy festivals from coast to coast. And he has a great podcast called The Nostalgic Front. Please welcome Patrick Hasty. Hey. Patrick. Hey, how are welcome. you? Nathan? Annie, how's it going? Going great. Yeah. No, just another day in paradise. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Living the life, you know. Oh, golly. What's going on with you? Are you in New York? Is that what's going on? Yeah, I'm in Brooklyn, yep. New York. Yep. Uh, I'm in my apartment for the 300 and some day in a row. Uh, I have lost my mind. This is the first time my wife and I have not been in the same room since March of 2020. And it's (laughs) kind of exhilarating. Uh, I only can imagine she's cheating on me in the living room and got, you know, good for her. Uh, Great. Yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm crazy. I've gone insane like everyone else, but I'm, you know, I'm alive. So how are you guys doing? We're holding up fine. Same. I mean, we're we started this podcast, so that's where right. we're at. Right. Um, oh, 100%. So, how, yeah. how, how's your how are you mentally? Well, I started a MacGyver podcast. Yeah, well, right. okay. <laughs> Does that answer <laughs> exactly. your question? <laughs> like, that's the like, we we were a little bit starved for uh connection yeah. and kind of microphone time, and we were like, okay, cool. Yeah. We're gonna, I mean, it's day 300 and something, and we did two bonus Patreon MacGyver episodes before you came on. Early so. Fantastic, yeah. yeah. We're just diving in deep in a way that I really never thought I would know this much about Richard Dean Anderson. (laughs) He's one of our best Dean Anderson. (laughs) Can I ask you guys a question? Uh, I'm, I'm assuming we're all around the same age because I also MacGyver was a thing from my childhood, but I, I, it wasn't my ever, it wasn't like my uh, Walker, Texas Ranger. It wasn't the thing I knew (laughs) a lot. It was like the generation, you know what I mean? But I, how did you guys connect? Was it like, was this one of those group text things where somebody's like MacGyver and then you're like, oh, we should do a MacGyver podcast. And now you're like, oh God, we got to do Absolutely not. This Um, is going to bore the shit out of our listeners because they've heard this before. I apologize. Well, you know, I'm a big listener. I just like to bring all everything back up. (laughs) No, it's a great callback. And thank you for um, bringing that in. No, Nathan was a big fan as, as a child. I, you know, something like maybe my dad and my older brother maybe had it on the background. So it wasn't Mm -hmm. like a big thing for me. Um, but, uh, Nathan pitched this idea and I was like, I like weird stuff. Sure, <laughs> like, let's sure. do it. I was just like, I was so interested to see how it held up, uh, because I was so obsessed with it as a kid and so blindly devoted to it as a child and, uh, and, ha- and having that perspective and then having someone like Annie, who is more of a connoisseur of good television, sure, uh, sure. I think it provides kind of a nice, uh, balance. So well, um, I, I feel like I was very similar maybe to how you were Nathan, but with Magnum PI, we're like, okay, yeah. and I've okay. rewatched a few episodes and I'd say it holds, I haven't done a podcast of it, sure, but sure. I'd say like it kind of held up in my head in a way. Yeah. Um, but that was how I was like, when I was four, if you were like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I was like, I don't know, <laughs> TC, Rick Higgins, just one of Magnum's buddies. Uh, right. And MacGyver was around. It was just like, maybe our television brought the channel that had Magnum PI on right. in better than the channel that had Mag- MacGyver or whatever. Yeah, you, know? you got a clearer picture on that exactly. one. Exactly. The there's no reason to know, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. I have yet to meet one person who is like, oh, MacGyver was also my jam. Like yeah. <laughs> if for some, I think it was because I lived in the middle of fucking nowhere in, yeah. in, in Vermont and we literally got like one channel and it was like, well, whatever's on. And it was like the only kind of vaguely adult thing my parents let me watch. Sure, you know? sure. So I, I was aware of Magnum PI. It was definitely objectively like better rated more popular than no clue i had no idea about that until i watched this episode today i like always assumed they were both like 
on the no, same no, level. <laughs> no offense to MacGyver, any, but yeah. I thought it was like the way I thought it was like uh, 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 Breaking Bad and Mad Men. You know what I mean? Like I just thought there were right, two right. good shows on at the same time. <laughs> But if this episode is any indication to the rest of MacGyver, <laughs> oh, my God. oh, brother. Like, oh, good Lord. Yeah, no, yeah. it's I it's really rough. And mm-hmm. um, it, like we've watched now, we're like deep into season two on this one. And it's just one uh, wild thing after the next. And I'm like deliberately holding my tongue on this specific episode. Sure, but sure. It, yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Not every episode is like this one, but like we, we did feel like we needed to apologize to you because yes. you have to do this episode yeah. in particular. <laughs> well, the funniest thing was, is like I watched it on Pluto TV yeah. and as soon as it ends, the next episode starts and the next episode is like on a bikini beach and there's like, there's like muscle men <laughs> everywhere and girls. And I was just like, big 80s hair and i was like yeah. we could have been i could have been next week yeah yeah uh, you really got the, sh- the shitty end yeah of it varies yeah. so wild wildly between like you know one day we're in uh this country the next day we're on venice beach and he's like yeah. a cool guy almost <laughs> yeah it's just it's so all over the map yeah, and that, that's the difference between a show like this and a show like magnum that was like pretty consistent it was like the world was pretty set. You know, it was like, who doesn't want to drive a fucking Testarossa around Miami or yeah, around Hawaii. Hawaii? You know, yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. like a fantasy that everybody can get on board with. Whereas MacGyver like really doesn't know what it is for two full seasons. You know? Yeah. Well, another thing uh, I did a lot of research guys. And one of the things <laughs> I saw, uh, I found some blogs like uh, what's the, the Phoenix core or whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, there's a blog Phoenix foundation. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's a Phoenix foundation blog. That's all about MacGyver. They love it. And even them, they're like, this is a bad one. You can yeah. pass this one. <laughs> oh my God. I love that when it happens because there yeah. are so many people online who are hardcore MacGyver who will yeah. never say a bad word about anything. So when they say this is a bad episode, <laughs> like you need to pay attention to that. Uh, Nathan, yeah. as a kid, since you loved, since you loved it or you were into this, mm-hmm. were you blown away with that? Like on the Simpsons, you were identifying with Patty and Selma the most, <laughs> you know? I, again, like, I I I distinctly remember that that when the Simpsons w- became really popular like in the yeah. first couple of seasons that was a no-no for me you know like that oh, was sure, like yeah. cuz yeah. that I mean we had we didn't have family guy Vulgar, we didn't have anything yeah, it was yeah. like that was really Yeah I was not I also was not allowed to watch the Simpsons but like my parents had no issue with me just watching every episode of the Bob Newhart show like <laughs> which, had, show. which is a great show and it's still one of my favorites but like yeah. there were a lot of adult themes in there that they yeah. probably should have been more and you still got right. what's her name edna krabobble she's on that so you still get your whatever that lady's <laughs> you name gotta is get your secretary uh, yeah fix it yeah. Uh, there's another thing uh, before you get, uh, jump into format uh my uh <laughs> i know the industry terms uh i grew up on a farm out in the middle of nowhere in iowa so like we had same thing nothing to do nowhere to go but we got a satellite dish and that's around the time that oh what's the next show that richard dean anderson was on i believe oh, yeah. stargate yeah stargate came out and my dad was uh, my dad is the only Stargate fan on earth. Like he was obsessed with it. <laughs> and so that episode of the, I remember showing him that episode of the Simpsons where they meet Richard Dean Anderson, yeah. but then they kidnap him. And he has Richard Dean Anderson has a great line where he's like, you can't do this. You won't get away with this. There's a liquor store. I go to every morning. They'll be looking for me. <laughs> and I remember showing it to my dad and my dad being like, yeah, Stargate. It's great. It's so good. Stargate. Oh man. That's funny. I have known yeah. one other person in my life to be really into Stargate. It is really rare. Um, yeah. yeah. 
And you know what? It might have been my dad. We don't know if you and Carl right. know each other. It's, it's true. <laughs> and, can I, and I'm so sorry. What, can I ask no, one I more question? quick question? I mean, have you guys, tell me if you guys have already, have you guys already done, I don't want to spoil it if you haven't, but have you guys already done the King Arthur episode? Oh no. And that is, that, no. there, there are, is that later? That's much later. Yeah. It's okay. Later, yeah. In fact, the King Arthur episode, I believe, I, I know what you're talking about. And I'm pretty sure that's like the last season or the penultimate season where they actually reveal what his first name is. It was like a, oh, sweeps, cool. a sweeps week, like double parter bullshit. And I remember there are only a few like episodes where when they pop up, I'm like, oh, I remember this from when I was 10. And this, I remember like, I literally got goosebumps from that because I remember <laughs> sweeps week. I remember that because that was in, on TV commercials. They're like this week, MacGyver meet is it King yeah. Arthur or whatever. Right. And I, <laughs> and I remember like walking around at my house as like a five-year-old or whatever being like, how does it work? He lives today <laughs> hey in the 80s and 90s all it took was one bump on the head and you could do yeah. a period piece <laughs> <laughs> when you when i got asked to do this i like literally was just like come on king I arthur, hope it's a king arthur one. yeah oh my god that's so yeah. funny oh well we'll call you back in four years there you go. for sure this. yeah right Dear <laughs> successful god. show we're in year four of the pandemic. Yeah. Also, I want to say in 2012, I had a coach podcast about the TV show Coach. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I used to watch that a lot. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. My show was called yeah. The Best Luther Van Dam Coach Podcast, period. Oh, my God. <laughs> and my me and my buddy Luke did, I think, 12 episodes. And then okay. he decided New York wasn't for him and moved back to Iowa. Okay. <laughs> and then like couple years later that's the thing is to do tv show podcasts and i was yeah. like we would have been in season five by now yeah you know? <laughs> some of those shows like go they go in and out of my brain because there was so much stuff in syndication like after school on weekdays that i yeah. forget that i was obsessed with for like a two years i probably watched every episode of major dad every day yeah, you know, yeah it's yeah, like yeah. i forget those Coach shows is one that i forget that yeah. i what have seen probably every episode of coach. Cause I don't know how many seasons there are. Um, but it's just one of those things where when I see somebody from coach, I'm like, that guy's in coach. I'm yeah. like, why is this in my head? I have that. I do that with, uh, the television show mash. I've seen like every episode mm -hmm. of mash a million times. And I, you know, that the meme of Leonardo DiCaprio from a uh, Hollywood movie where he's like pointing at the yeah. screen, you know, that's what I'll do. I'll do that. Like anytime I'll be like when I'm watching, uh, you know, when I'm watching Heart to Heart and somebody from MASH shows up, and I'm like, that's I know it. So it's not just like no. Alan Alda. It's like anyone, any yeah. side person. Yeah, yeah. Nurse show. Kelly shows up in an episode of Murphy Brown in 94. I'm I just, I don't know. So it seems like you are doing a fair amount of revisiting 80s and 90s television. That's, yeah? I, my podcast is the new nostalgic. It's the Nostalgic yeah. Front podcast. As a joke, we started calling it the new Nostalgic Front uh, for no reason. <laughs> and that came out of me and my buddy, Brandon Ream, we're just always watching old stuff anyway and talking about it. Mm -hmm. uh, and so like, yeah, like, and that's like my, like last, like Pl there's this app Pluto TV where we watch MacGyver. And like last night I was just sitting, flipping between happy days, uh, an old Johnny Carson episode and Baywatch. Like I like wow. every time a commercial would happen, I'd flip to the next one. Yeah. And then when a commercial I flipped and I was like, this is what I did when I was, 11 like time yeah, doesn't right. change you know oh that's so funny well it, you have a unique perspective because uh literally i think all annie and i've been watching is macgyver <laughs> like, oh, sure, yeah, uh, yeah. i think we dipped into knight rider once but we're not Terrifying. like surfing yeah, these old shows the way you are all right well so uh, this uh, is... i gotta quit maybe this is an edited out a moment uh i realize <laughs> i don't have i'm not chatting to you on the correct microphone can i click a button so that i'm using the correct microphone sure if you want to yeah does it sound better audio quality on your guys' end or did it change anything at all? It changed. It sounds better to me. Okay, because that's this nice microphone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I I never use this. I apologize. It's fine. I no, have that's a okay. 
for our listeners, we've changed microphones. Everything's fine. Patrick's going to sound a little different from now on. <laughs> so okay. I apologize. Well, let's jump into the actual episode. Uh, can we get a little summary from Annie to refresh our, our, our audience's memory of what happened in this Eagles episode? <laughs> yes, I would be delighted. Um, MacGyver travels to a remote mountainous region of Utah in order to find the nest of a pair of endangered golden eagles and protect it from predators. While hang gliding, he witnesses poachers shoot one of the eagles from a helicopter. He finds the bird on the ground injured and enlists the help of a young boy who is also there and his mother to help nurse it back to health at their cabin. When MacGyver climbs the mountain to find the second eagle, the poachers show up at the cabin to eliminate the witnesses. <laughs> MacGyver returns, defeats them, and together the three watch the hatching of the three golden eagle eggs. <laughs> Amazing. All right. So we usually start with like low-hanging fruit, like the stuff that we absolutely have to talk about about this episode. Uh, what, for Patrick, for you, what were those things? Uh, okay. Well, first off, the the just my dumb brain. As I started the show, I had the volume was turned down low hmm. and I started singing and I thought it was a cold open. And immediately I'm like, oh, I remember this episode. That's crazy. And then I realized that was just the opening to the show, the intro to the show. <laughs> and when I turned the volume up, from the show. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, I thought there was just this one episode where it's just him doing all this stuff. Um, I, uh, the, the, you can, this episode is, it's all about the terrain and all about like w the location they're pretending to be. He, <laughs> In the, the the first part, he he's on the ground and he's driving, and it is it's Southern California, mm. and then he has this thing. He starts climbing up the mountain, and then all of a sudden, it's like, well, that's he's wearing different clothes than he was a minute ago, <laughs> yeah. and now the mountain looks a little different. And then all of a sudden, whoever that guy is with the hang glider on top, I don't think that's yeah. Dean Anderson, our boy, or anything. <laughs> but then it's like snow pee. It's like hot, yeah. and you're like, what <laughs> is happening? And th that whole thing, the the. And the the switch between stock footage from like Mutual oh. of Omaha of eagles flying and stuff. I said then, I had that written down too. <laughs> and then, and him like it literally like you can tell he's like laying on the ground and they just they're shooting up at him so it looks like he's <laughs> yeah. he, he's hang gliding. I uh, that all put together and then not to get too far ahead but there's a part later where they mention that they're in Monument Valley and I'm like this is supposed to be Arizona the whole time <laughs> like. It's insanity. Yeah. <laughs> it makes it feel like you're on an alien planet. You'd have to be yeah. on an alien planet to make this stuff yeah, make the sense. The variety of terrain yeah. is quite yeah. incredible. Yeah. <laughs> and so that that right away was the craziest thing. Also, I uh, I guess the bad guys, the poachers, he's using a crossbow. Like he could yeah. just use a gun or whatever. Yeah. Uh and and so that was very weird. But then also that's what gave him away later. And so it's like uh those were my my major issues was just oh, there's a lot of why in this also way too much voiceover. I don't Oh, There's yeah. So much voiceover yeah. in this episode. Imagine watching this without the voiceover. Like, yeah. I know. <laughs> none of Dean, it would make sense. Yeah. He yes. had to, I bet he was on set for like a half a day and yeah. shot <laughs> everything and did all the audio. Cause there's, he's not in, and I, I swear, I, I haven't seen the show recently, but I, it's like that guy said on that forum. Like, I don't think this is a normal MacGyver episode. Like, yeah, it, right. it feels like a, a terrible backdoor pilot for the mom and the kid in the woods show. Like, that's what it kind of, <laughs> Like the episode of Who's the Boss where all of a sudden they're at the modeling school for some reason. Oh my and when God, you're a kid, you yes. don't get it. But now you're like, oh, they wanted to give that yeah. lady from Scientology a TV show. Like <laughs> That's what it felt very much felt like to me. Oh so those are God. the, because the choices, the choices. Yeah, in yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Yeah. What about you, Annie? Did you notice? Okay. This, this is the big thing for me. And like, I can't stop thinking about how 
Darren is running fucking wild. Like, yeah, there yeah. is no oversight over Darren whatsoever. And when <laughs> his mom talks about him, it sounds like she's talking about an abusive husband. <laughs> yeah. like, and we came out here so I could fix things with Darren. Yeah. Yeah. Runs up to that mountain top to think. And I'm like, this oh. is a fucking 10 year old. Are yeah. you kidding? Yeah. And all he's doing. Him? in a room or something like, like come on <laughs> and all he's doing is learning about eagles yeah, he knows exactly. everything about eagles i don't yeah. under yeah this family has bigger issues than these yeah. poachers i'm telling you that oh right my now God. Yeah. that's bud that's budnick from uh uh salute your shorts by the way he's also he's also in t2 he's the mullet kid in t2. In t2. that is it's not crazy. budnick is it that is. the same yeah no he's in everything he's no. and he's a he's like a he directs stuff now or writes he stuff has, now. he has a little musical career and he's a huge voiceover like a narrative yeah, 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 yeah. animation guy he's like it was great and the mom of course was the uh, you guys know from the 1980s the mom was the mom on the first season of charles in charge before they recast yes. the entire <laughs> family that he was babysitting <laughs> that the, the housekeeper wow. gets to keep the house and then a new family moved in i i love that um wow. that policy i feel like i should yeah. just get to start cleaning a house and then yeah. i take it over so, yeah. um for the family but yeah that was the big thing for me was the entire darren storyline was yeah. so bizarre and the choices that the um ex-con poacher crew mm -hmm. yeah. clearly like they don't really have a background in any sort of like wildlife anything yeah. so they just like come out to the middle of nowhere to like start this poaching business uh with money that they stole one of them uh, broke out of jail to do one this. of them broke out of jail yeah, off of death and row. yet yeah. they're so <laughs> shitty at doing what they're doing um and they know nothing yeah. really about eagles or, or what's going on so that was just so bizarre and then they just heighten this to an absurd level where they decide well i guess we're gonna have to murder this kid yeah <laughs> um the first like there there was a lot of parts where i was just like what like yeah. the, the, so the the kid sees the arrows right i don't know if this is getting ahead too much like i don't know if we're gonna go beat by beat we're gonna on jump every, around quite a bit but i think yeah the kid sees the arrows but he doesn't say anything or do anything he's just like oh my god that's an arrow like the arrow that hurt our friend the eagle mm -hmm. and then and then like the next time that you see them is just the two guys being like, I don't trust that kid. Yeah. It's like, you don't have no reason not to like yeah. you've been here for a minute. And then way later, it's like, is the, is Darren in bed? And they're like, yeah, it's like, you're just letting these dudes hang out in your house <laughs> in the middle of the woods because so they, bizarre. they have news about MacGyver's Jeep that you could have just relayed. You know, I mean, she's, she's very permissive with every man who shows up on her doorstep. Yeah, let's them totally. stay over. Let's them. Oh into her my house. God. Can we talk? She doesn't question MacGyver no, at no, all. Not once. MacGyver meets Darren in a field. Yeah. They're like, let's take this back to my grandpa's cabin. For all yeah. we know, no, he, in, he like injured that bird so that he could go murder that kid. Yeah, totally. like, like they meet literally in the middle of nowhere. This kid immediately invites him back to the cabin. The mom is like, oh, hey, what's up? Let's, let's yeah. this could be a horror movie. Yeah. Well, and also I, like I said, since I'm not watching MacGyver as much as you guys, I was like, as, as soon as he starts talking to the mom, I'm like, is this one of those shows? Is he going to fuck her? Like, is this, yeah. that, is this one of those shows where it's like, it's like, it's like the, uh, every week he shows up in a new town, like a highway yeah. to heaven, but yeah. instead of, talking about God, he fucks the moms and it's then he moves a little on. Bit. Next like there are times when he fucks the moms yeah. um, and there are times when he, he like has a love interest. I, 
I felt like they established that really quickly that it was not a romantic yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I also felt like how the entire episode was written, Darren did not need to be a child. And I don't no. understand why mm-hmm. they made that a child role. Right, right. Oh, Well, they always so want weird. to show how sympathetic MacGyver is and what, how good he is with kids. Kids and animals, you know. That's right. Uh, I, I just have to, like, I think it's so funny because we talked about your low-hanging fruit, both of you, and, like, literally everything you said is all on my yeah. list, too. It's like, I wrote, so this lady brought her son to her dead dad dad's cabin to work out their disagreements that's yeah. what the, uh i i said uh this won't make any sense to you patrick but uh i said i haven't seen worse villains since axminster in season one craft time <laughs> with grandpa episode uh it, it, they're just such cartoonishly yeah. drawn uh, also, bad guys I, on imdb they uh, i was looking up because there's only like six people in this whole episode which just seems yeah. weird oh, yeah. for a tv right. show all three of those guys, I looked mm. them up. None of them have really been anything major, mm. uh, like too many TVs. But one of them I saw and I was like looking at it and one of them died at the age of 55 in like the mid 90s. And I was like, what? So one of those guys is like 40 <laughs> years old here. Wow. They all looked like they were in their 70s. Yeah, this oh. show is really bad with like the the cigar chomping villain. Yeah. Is so, um, so cartoonish. Oh. I mean, sometimes and- the car- the villain have a little more nuance to them, but this was not one of those times. And then I also flagged the fact that like, if there is a absolute shit ton of voiceover from MacGyver in the first five minutes, you're in trouble because this is like their cheat for bad write- bad writing. They're like, we'll just fill it in with voiceover after. And it continues. I think this might be per minute of screen time, the most MacGyver over like narration we've yeah. ever seen on the show. It's T- quite terrible. <laughs> That's all I could think about was, um, and I feel like if this was a show from like, ni- like if this was 1976, mm-hmm. they just would have left it alone. Like if this was a Columbo, that would have sure. just been 20 minutes of him climbing a mountain, like <laughs> oh, no yeah. voiceover, nothing. Silence, you know? incomplete yeah. silence. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was wild. What oh. did you guys think about the Eagles themselves and the <laughs> Loved representation them. of the I mean, I, I mean, th- this whole thing, obviously, this whole show has a has a problem with matching the the stuff that they shot with the stuff that they stole. Right. It's yeah, so yeah. badly matched. Um, uh, the only thing positive that I can say is that whoever's job it was to cover over that terrible, those terrible jo- that joinery with incredible music did a great job. There were two yeah. times at the beginning and then later when he climbs the mountain where the music is just for like five minutes straight is just fucking awesome. Yeah, uh, it's the only good part about this whole episode. But yeah, the Eagles themselves, I was like, every time you see an Eagle, it's like a different kind of shot. The, strangely, I thought I was really affected by the sort of like animal cruelty part of this. Oh, yeah. It was actually really hard to watch and kind of dark, you know, the fact that like, I, I really am awful. ripping that dart or whatever like, out of the yeah. Eagle. 30 seconds in, they're showing that one bird just eating that rabbit. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm I'm one of those people like I'm, I can't deal with animal stuff at all. Yeah. And so like I started watching this and I was like, what is this show? What is going on? <laughs> well, at least that's like, that's just dumb, like yeah. nature footage. That but happened like, in 1968. He's like holding oh, yeah. the bird yeah. down and like, 
like we're like jamming the splint in him and the birds yeah. crying and then later on the fact that they let one of the birds die at the end yeah. was just oh. like that's a little dark dude and it when he was. says it it's like how's they're like how's the eagle and butnik's like he's dead he's <laughs> <laughs> Dead. Yeah, but but good eagle act. The actor, the eagle actor, was great. Like the oh, if that yeah. was a real when he's when the eagle's got the arrow in him and he's doing all that stuff to him. Yeah. That eagle looks like it isn't freaking out. It feels right. good. Probably drugged up on like Valium. Oh, or I'm something. sure there's so much yeah. many sedatives happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. put chloroform but over we'll it. <laughs> a handler. I will say the one thing that I I just has to be said when the eagle is in his little backpack. That's the cutest thing I've oh, ever yeah, seen in my life, cute. and I yeah. I loved every minute of Especially it. Especially since they take a good moment, like before he blows up the shed, he like takes a good moment to take off the backpack, and the eagle is legitimately in that backpack, and he's like gently putting it down like it's really the actor doing it i was like this is kind of cool like clearly the animal handler like showed richard dean anderson how to handle yeah. the backpack with the eagle in it and they were like let's get a good shot of that can uh, i ask a question since you brought it up um why did he blow up that lady's dad's shed <laughs> i honestly don't care because it was that was the most macgyver thing that happened in this macgyver yeah. episode was like finally he's doing some fucking macgyver shit if i would have seen this episode when i was a child i would have yeah. had one of those slingshots between the handlebars yeah. with like the tire. That was amazing. I wouldn't yeah, have tried yeah, yeah. to blow up a you shed. Make, I would have just. You can make a slingshot out of a bike. I have a bike. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. But, but like that did not, it served no per. It was like, he's no. like, he's like, oh, I think somebody's in the house with the mom. I should <laughs> blow up this building adjacent to the house. Hey, hey, if it buys him 10 seconds, he'll do it. That's his motto. It is true. <sighs> he will do anything that buys like two seconds and is useless. Um, instead of just running away, which yeah. a normal person would do. But like... That'd been a better episode if he's just like, uh-oh, gotta get out of here. And then it just ends. <laughs> Sucks to be those guys. Yeah. He's eating eagle eggs. Yeah, any <laughs> other distraction would have been fine. Like, yeah. you could have done anything. You could have thrown the rocks, like, the use the thing to, at the roof. Like, because that's kind of what happened. That's what brought him out anyway. Was, right, and then he could have just hit him with a stick or some shit. He killed that guy by blowing up his shed. <laughs> Now, to be fair, they did show him being, they always oh, show the bad they? guy being loaded into the car afterwards. Yeah. Yep. He's never dead. Yeah. MacGyver never kills anybody intentionally. That's, mm -hmm. he does not use guns. He, he's always uh, a good guy. Um, oh, there's so many other things, but, uh, yeah, Susan, another white lady name, um, mm -hmm. like, another, she's the only female cast member always. Um, I, I, for some reason, so I want to talk briefly about this scaling the mountain with the tent stakes sequence. Oh my God. <laughs> Which you can't do. And like, I, Wait, was, really? I was watching this with Paul. Paul was like, are those tent stakes? Like that guy is gonna die. Gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> it was so surreal. That whole oh. it, that whole thing of him doing it and like how much airtime it took up. And then when he's so coming down time. the mountain, he just kind of ran down he the mountain. He ran down that ice. I like, call this what? the ice dancing sequence. Yeah, why he is like, he running down, down, the down ice? I, th I thought he was going to, I thought it was going to be something cool where like, cause you saw the establishing shot and yeah. I thought he was going to be like using like a, some sort of a snowboardy manufactured right. out of a rock. <laughs> But he's just running down like, the hill. Because he has that moment where he's like, let's get off this mountain. And yeah. you're like, here comes the cool part. And he's like, trot, 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 trot. 
I also had, there were so many continuity issues with that hang glider because oh he carried <laughs> up the hang glider in this container. That container is gone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no one knows what happened to that. Um, and, and that is an out of character thing. MacGyver would not leave a fucking plastic yeah. on top of the mountain. Um, and clearly like no one was in the air at any point in time. No. In no. Yeah. <laughs> Some guy they filmed in the seventies and then they were like, can we borrow that footage for a little it, bit? It really does. Yeah. It looked like a sixties documentary yeah. of some like Scandinavian hiker with a later hosen. Yeah. <laughs> and they had to like figure out a way that MacGyver was going to wear tall socks and a mm -hmm. red hat, you know, and I the did 80s. like that costume change though. That so was kind of cool. When I saw that, like yeah. old school mountaineering outfit, I was like, yeah, I like that. Something weird. The it changes a lot, but he changes clothes. His hat goes from being like yeah. red to blue or something. And then later in the episode, the woman's like, here, take this. It's my dad's red hat. And you're like, no, that's the red hat he was wearing earlier in the episode. <laughs> and and then he does it, and that's how they see him. But I'm like, wait, he already had that. And so then I'm like, wait, so was him climbing the mountain, so was it editing? Like, was that supposed to happen afterwards? Yeah. Like, oh, and he God. also wears his hat. Like, I listeners or uh, listeners can't see, but like, yeah. he he doesn't roll up his his stocking it's not caps. Over he his just, ears. Yeah, he just wears them like this. It's just like, like a he's little a, condom. Tip. Like, yeah, like he's in like a what is it the uh, uh, Fat Albert's gang or something? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's and with every different color hat he wears during the episode, yeah, which is yeah, several. Yeah. He oh, wears yeah, it like he that. He has to look like these dumb 60s mountain mountaineers, you know? I yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but that's not yeah. keeping your head warm. Not not I, I just, the fact that he hunkers down in this cave overnight uh, and there's some kind of storm and you never see like, really the fallout of that like what was his night like is he freezing to death the other thing we never see is like before he goes into the cave we briefly see the bad guys finally cut the ladies radio and they yeah. reveal themselves to be bad guys and then we just cut to macgyver he's hunkering down overnight and then it's suddenly light outside and he's knocking his way out of the cave and i'm like we never saw what happened with these fucking evil oh terrifying gosh. guys who spent the night with this yeah. lady and her child <laughs> like what happened you know they were That's just like un they were unwilling to show the terror that happened yeah. overnight I at guess the cabin so but i i felt like there were so many issues i had with susan in general because <laughs> as we've mentioned she was very permissive but also also, she, um, I, like, could we write a female character that's not a complete dum-dum for yeah. once? She's like, oh, okay, uh, let's radio the, the guys and figure it out. It's like, yeah, the we cut your radio three days ago. Like, yeah. this <laughs> One of them, I like the diet. There's some really funny dialogue things. And one thing I really liked, because I just try to think of like the writer writing this episode. There's a part where he enter when MacGyver introduces himself to the kid, Darren. He's like, hey, the name's MacGyver. And the kid's like, yeah, I heard you tell my mom. And it's like, <laughs> why is that in here? Who gives a shit? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's such a weird. And then also there's yeah. a part way later on, there was a lighter like where um he after you know macgyver blows up their shed for some reason the kid goes how'd you blow up the shed and when i heard it i thought he said why'd you blow up our shed <laughs> and i was like he's with us he's yeah, like me right. he gets it yeah oh uh, i yeah. Uh, that was the only thing left i had on my grandpa it was so good yeah, right? <laughs> he also just uh his his uh there's a part where when they get the eggs at the end, he's like, the padding from this chair will work as yeah. like nesting. And it's like, those are chair, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, just right. cut open my chair. chair. Yeah. Yeah. I like, just, all I could see was uh, pubic hair. That's all yeah. I Oh, totally. It's like yeah, a yeah, massive yeah. mound of pubic hair he set on fire. <laughs> uh, yeah, that didn't look great. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> I like the idea of Susan being like, well, we do have a bunch of other cares. Where are they? Oh, yeah, in the shed you blew up. <laughs> If nothing else, MacGyver is a character of the writer's convenience. Uh So whatever they need him to do, like, for instance, the Phoenix Foundation, the think tank that he works for, they're concerned with endangered eagles and Soviet spies (laughs) and smuggling. I mean, it doesn't they really cast a wide net. I thought I didn't realize because since I've been watching this, I didn't think the Phoenix Foundation was a part of the show. So I thought this was just like a very special episode and that it was like the Phoenix Foundation was like an actual yeah. bird sanctuary thing yeah, in the yeah. 80s. <laughs> and then if I was in the 80s, I'd be like, oh shit, this episode's about the Phoenix yeah, Foundation. Right. It's about the World Wildlife Fund. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, which no. is why also I was blown away when I thought of that that <laughs> blog was named the Phoenix Foundation. <laughs> right, right. And that's when I had to start Googling and I was like, why are all these links only talk about MacGyver? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, so, uh, but, the, but the thing I thought was funny was at the beginning, you know, you see him hang gliding and it's this very majestic stuff and then he has this narration where he says like when you're hang gliding you feel like you're part of the sky and he has this line where he's like maybe that's why i can do this uh when i get but i get sweaty palms when i'm too high up on a ladder he has said it like on at least three different occasions that he is terrified of heights and (laughs) the writers are just like we have all of this stock footage of hang gliders we got to do something with it but macgyver's afraid of heights yeah. well, we'll just write that out in one fucking piece of narration it was so what oh. a cop-out man it's yeah so funny. it's someone who's afraid of heights would not be running no. down the side of an ice mountain and i hate to belabor this point but like when you're on there without any like crampons or <laughs> yeah. anything on your feet are you kidding me like no well some uh some of the footage showed someone with crampons on <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the the thing that really bothered me in that sequence was the you know there's like the most tense part when you're actually seeing the actor hanging off the mm-hmm. cliff face or whatever they spend like a good three minutes with him like pushing that tense take in and trying to hammer it in and dropping the thing and it's so clearly like it's like a garage it's like a concrete <laughs> garage they built and he's inside of it he's not even hanging off the so- outside yeah. of it he's like inside a garage uh, it just it's so stupid oh, I really loved it I really liked that there was a I I had a part where when he's in the, he's got the hang glider at the beginning and he first sees the helicopter and he sees the guy shoot the bird with the crossbow of the helicopter, which on IMDb, this episode has one plot hole, which is it would be impossible to shoot an eagle with a crossbow from a helicopter. (laughs) (laughs) The downdraft from the spinning rotor would dramatically affect the bolt's flight. But (laughs) that's your one problem. (laughs) Yeah. He sees that on the hang glider and is like, oh no. And then he kind of, attacks the helicopter with the hang glider and i i just wrote in my notes man i don't understand hang gliding at all no also i don't think it's possible to use a mirror to reflect in somebody's eyes while you're hang gliding yeah yeah Um, also that guy could have moved the helicopter and sliced him in a million pieces right also Uh, how hard do you think it would be to hit an eagle in the sky whose whole job is to fly with the butt of a helicopter I, i can't imagine how hard it must be to hit with the skid of a helicopter. And I think we've established that those guys suck. I don't yeah, yeah. like, I don't so think bad. that like, I don't believe them as the type of guys who can make that shot. Um, no. and just the whole motivation too, of like, I want to have these two Eagles on my wall. Like, yeah. Okay. First of all, he thought of that in the moment. He yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. For a different kind of you know, prey, you know, yeah. prey. And the Eagle just popped up. So you didn't even set out for these Eagles <laughs> and you're letting it derail your entire life life to the point 
<laughs> when you're willing to murder a child, <laughs> like you need therapy, man. Oh god. <laughs> This made me think about the fact that the fact that in the 80s we were really obsessed with individual nature causes like save the whales, mm-hmm. save the endangered eagles and I remember man being like the enemy. He has a line like yeah. that in the beginning like but they were only like select things that we gave a shit about in the 80s and they were the things that were like potentially going extinct because of us and our actions. But like we didn't have a holistic idea of like climate change or no. like you know any of it. It was just like we got to save these whales, you know. Yeah. It's like it's so quaint when you look back on it that that was what we cared about. And I think it has something to do with how like ra- like all the 80s Republicans were like Reagan, they were like horse outdoorsmen. Sure. And so mm-hmm. saving the world was like a thing they cared about. Yeah. And then now they don't give it like nobody gives a shit anymore, you know? Well, like, now they don't even know what right. a national park no, is. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. the whole reason we have national parks is because Teddy Roosevelt liked to shoot big game. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like that. So it's like save the fucking elk so I can yeah. murder them with my gun. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Well, what else? Is there anything else we got? Uh, uh, I had a thing that I thought was pretty good about how. Uh, I learned this while reading about this episode. And again, I apologize if this has been covered before, but the theme song, because Magnum's got like such a, a great theme song. Great theme song. And yeah. when I finally listened to this one, I was like, what? I literally was like, could they not get the rights <laughs> to their actual theme song? Like, <laughs> no, this then, is it. This and is then it. when I listened to it, it does it. And I'm sure it was influenced or vice versa, but it's uh, you can almost sing the Chippendale Rescue Rangers theme song with it. Mm. It's got the, it's got like a similar. And I thought that was cool. But then also, Apparently, if you watch MacGyver in Brazil, the theme song was Tom Sawyer by Rush. Oh, my God. Like, wow. like, I think I knew that. Yeah, that's, that's insane. Yeah. You, I love those that? international, like, yeah. or if you get a DVD of something and then you see, like, wait, why is yeah. the Dawson's Creek theme song Alanis uh, Morissette? Uh, yes, you know, a different thing, yeah, yeah. Something completely that's different. Um, yeah, oh. yeah. Patreon listeners may recognize a little bit of, uh, I think it's the Japanese one. The I use a couple of those, like, oh, uh, yeah. international theme songs to MacGyver <laughs> in some of our Patreon episodes. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, oh, that's so funny. Um, I, I, I like the fact that the boy knew more about eagles than MacGyver did for once. Yeah. Yeah. He knew oh, more than like eagle scientists. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he I knew love, everything useful. I'm so used to MacGyver just knowing more than every goddamn person he interacts with that it's fun that this little kid who's like a goddamn like Norman Rockwell lassie painting. You know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, uh, but I love that. And then the thing we have never, I can't believe we've never talked about this on this podcast because it's a regular, a regularly occurring thing is that MacGyver often will punch someone reluctantly and then shake his hand out as though he is... It's really in pain and it's meant to like humble him. Like he doesn't yeah. like punching people. And it's a, th- it's a, an endearing thing that happens like many, many times in this series. And I've never seen anyone else do it. No. It's a real MacGy- MacGyver thing. It'd be funny if he had to do that. Other things like he blows up that shed and then he's like, ah, oh, oh my ow, ears. Ow, 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 <laughs> my eardrums. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. But it's a thing like him shaking his hand. Yeah, out. They really do take every pain to, you know, make sure we understand he does not want to do bad stuff uh, yeah yeah he's reluctantly right. doing the bad stuff <laughs> i um, really feel like that this was a script for like highway to heaven or one of those other shows 
Oh, that I would like, that in a second. That, Absolutely. That somebody was just like, well, yep. we can't make a full show about a lady and her son in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> just give it to them. Yeah. Or like, or like a, a, a MacGyver writer came from another show and he had yes, like a spec yes. for that show. And he was like, I'll just reverse engineer it for oh, yeah. MacGyver. Yeah. This episode felt on, this felt on deadline. This felt like, yeah. all right, well, let me just take something from this other bullshit I wrote a couple years ago and like yeah. repurpose I'll go into it. the, I'll go into the Paramount archives and find some footage we can steal. I couldn't, I couldn't get it to rewind and I'm probably wrong, but I do think at one point they called the kid Danny, which was his name in real life. <laughs> I might, I, I, cause for whatever reason, you can't really rewind very easy on yeah, Pluto, yeah. Mm -hmm. but I, and I, and then I was convinced like, wait, did I actually hear that? Or is that because I have his IMDb open? Yeah. But I'm pretty sure at one point they're like, Danny, come here. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> it's very possible. It's very possible. Uh, I had a thing I wanted. This is just a fun trivia thing I found. Cause I like trivia. Mm. Um, this episode aired on Monday, November 17th, 1986. Okay. Which was Danny DeVito's 42nd birthday. <laughs> and it was also the same day that Georges Bese, the CEO of the French car manufacturer Renault, was murdered outside his Paris home by the terrorist group Action Direct. Wow. Action Direct. Fun okay. Stuff. All right. <laughs> Would you be willing to do this for every episode? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a great segment. Also, Action Direct, uh, I don't know anything, but I, they were just a terrorist cell, but they were. They like when you look at their Wikipedia, they are mentioned in like every single Tom Clancy movie and book. And it's really? like, wow, Tom Clancy fucking hates this terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty terrible name for a terrorist organization. Well, so, maybe in French, it's something better. Yeah. Like I'm but sure action it sounds direct. Better. Yeah, 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 yeah. Action yeah. direct is sort of like. <laughs> yeah. It's like an ice, ISIS ISIL thing, you know, like, yeah, yeah we got one version, <laughs> but it sounds great when they say it. Action direct sounds like the name of a MacGyver episode, honestly. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Really, I mean, I'm not convinced it's not one <laughs> down the road in season four. Oh. Uh, um, we should talk about the ending of this episode. Uh, I just wrote eggs in a fucking sock. <laughs> oh, weird. And, <laughs> and he had three hatched. socks. He had three socks too. Three, like three. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he did, but I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! And so much hang gliding footage. And it was really like, okay, now we're in Arizona for yeah. sure. That's I, I'm not kidding. I think when they were making. Mission Impossible 2, they yeah, were like, yeah. oh, wait, there's this That's episode of MacGyver because like. it's <laughs> yeah. the same shit. Like, all you imagine is that Limp Biscuit song blasting and you're like, this is that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And I don't, again, I don't know how hang gliders work, but there's, <laughs> he's like, I didn't know that you could climb so much because he misses the top. Yeah. And then he just goes oh, down yeah. a lot. But then all of a sudden he's back up and landing. That did not ring. That did not seem like Up drafts or something. Um, I don't know. <laughs> maybe. I, and when he jumped off, that like did get that like pit of my stomach. Yeah, like almost too. like I was just like, whoa, that's but that wasn't MacGyver. That no. had nothing to do with anybody with this show. <laughs> no. That's the extra footage or whatever they found of some yeah. hang gliding yeah. thing. And it does make your stomach. That yeah. was great. That, yeah. These shows, none of this stuff was meant to be seen anywhere but on like a 12 inch Absolutely. Magnavox yep. from 1981. Right. Like, right. yes, all that stuff, the stuff about like seeing the garage, the stuff about how like obviously it's a different actor mountain climbing yeah. and stuff. <laughs> We're not supposed to know that. No, and we wouldn't really know it on a small television. No, probably, not at all. Or, not at all. You'd be like, like you guys can't believe. Questioned it, and also this was meant to be seen and done once and, and never thought it. of again. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the last point I wanted to make about the ending was. I feel like it's a long way for a mom to go from, okay, you can use a Swiss army knife to go ahead and take my kid up into the sky. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, that's again, a very permissive mother. She's Darren runs the show. I mean, yeah. that's, there's no question about that. I uh, kind of now call him. I don't want to now 
you think they're actually like married? Like, do you think this is like, so, like if, if, <laughs> if adults ask, you're my son or whatever, because, yeah. you know, I, oh I was your God. teacher and it I kidnapped you. It would be the only and, right, thing right. that would make their dynamic make sense. Right? Yeah, honest. yeah, right? Like, it's not any, like, if I, I just can't even imagine as a kid trying to pull any of the stuff that Darren no, was up it's to. so and weird. Having my mom be like, oh, I don't know. He's mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> We were at the grocery store and he saw me ogling at another man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just really, Ugh. really sad. The other thing that Paul mentioned while we were watching this oh, together. I guess I have to apologize to also to your husband who had sure, to watch yeah. this episode. Yeah, put up with this bullshit. <laughs> he watched it. He um he said that this was very triggering uh for <laughs> children of divorce because <laughs> he, said, he said that having your dad send you books about eagles because he's not around is yeah. like oh sure. Wait, did that happen? How he grew up. So yeah. Is that how he knows so much about eagles? Yeah, yeah. His dad sent him to established. Him. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. His dad so sends him the books. Okay, this is a very strange coincidence that this kid ends up in the middle of an of an endangered yeah. eagle plot. Yeah, and he knows only anything about eagles yeah. from his dad. He's like, he's like, oh well, my dad only taught me silly books about loggerhead sea turtles. We're fucked. We're fucked. Sorry, birds. Uh, I think we gotta take a quick break. When we return, we're gonna find out more about what Patrick is up to these days and rank our episode on our super scientific DTNP rating system. Stick around. We'll be right back. Hello, it's me, Natalie Miller from Vermont Comedy Club. Hello, it's me, Nathan Hartswick from Vermont Comedy Club. We just wanted to let you know that this Saturday, March 13th, we will be celebrating... Celebrating? Celebrating? Celebrating. Celebrating. Celebrating one year of our business being closed due to this friggin' pandemic. That's right, and to mark the occasion, we're doing a 24-hour live stream comedy marathon. We are calling it Celebrate, and there will be stand-up improv sketch, games, and a lot of other really weird stuff featuring over 100 local and national performers. Tune into Vermont Comedy Club's Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook stream anytime from noon on Saturday to noon on Sunday to check it out. Or the whole time. Sure, true fans of Vermont Comedy Club will be watching all 24 hours straight. That's a fact. And it's free, though we will be taking donations throughout the marathon to support our reopening efforts. So come celebrate with us noon March 13th to noon March 14th. Thanks, and now back to the show. Uh, we're back with our guest, uh, Patrick. Before we get to our final segment, tell people what you're up to these days, where they can find you. We mentioned your podcast, but mm -hmm. uh, you know, what are you up to, and how can people find out more about it? Uh, I am up to nothing. Uh, <laughs> follow me on Twitter. I got hot tweets. Uh, I'm in New York, but I'm not. Uh, I'm not doing a lot of these. Uh, hey, I got an yeah. igloo. I got an igloo shoe on show on the BQE. <laughs> uh, Wait, say that sentence again because I love that. I sentence. know I said it wrong. Igloo, igloo show on the BQE. Yeah. It's in the median. Everybody's social distance. <laughs> like I'm not doing a lot of those things. Yeah. Uh, but I have uh, PatrickCasey.com. You can get. Uh, my podcast is fun every week. Uh, we're changing it up drastically in March, so oh, really? that'll be exciting. Come with only we're just dropping the guest episodes. They're very fun, but uh -huh. we had 200 episodes of guests. That was great, but now we want to switch more to something like this where we can we could spend a whole hour talking about just MacGyver, and then that's yeah, fun. Yeah. Um, the new new nostalgia. The new new. We <laughs> literally new, new, new. as soon as we started talking about this, we were like, why did we waste changing the name for no reason a while ago? <laughs> uh, but then I, I, and then like uh, PatrickCasey.com, all that kind of stuff on there. I have tons of stand-up videos and like uh, Patrick Casey comedy on YouTube. Uh, I've done like weird. I had a fun web series I was doing last summer called Fake Chats, 
that if you can find that on YouTube or on Twitter, that was a blast. And uh, cool. yeah, so uh, yeah, awesome. just PatrickEasy.com kind of has everything all in one spot. And just don't click on the shows page because uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's just like a, a just a history like a it literally just says LOL and then my Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, great. Yeah, but yeah, so yeah. Oh, so great. Well, that's awesome. Um, uh, I'm looking forward to checking all that stuff out. Uh, all right, we're gonna move on to our final segment. It's time for it's classified. <laughs> Yes, we are on a mission to figure out what the best episode of MacGyver is. So we will now rate this episode. Yes. Okay. Uh, I, like it. I can't wait. I've been threatening uh, Annie with this for a while because this I, I'm so angry about how much I hated this episode. <laughs> I can't wait to score it poorly. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. And I feel like this is one of the few episodes I liked this more than you did. And wow. I think yeah, that's I, shocking. Usually you score things higher than me, but we'll yep. see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, so uh, this is a rapid fire kind of thing. Um, uh, we're going to rate this episode on a couple of different categories. Patrick, you're a guest, so you go first. On a scale sure. of one to ten, how exciting did you find this episode? <laughs> exciting one to ten. I'm going to go five okay. because I do. I was excited, but never because of MacGyver stuff. Like okay. just <laughs> like we talked about the stock footage, right. the hang gliding stuff. So, but I, so I can't give it a two. Yeah. I mean, if I could give you, in some cases, I could give you a movie to go watch to be like, this is where they stole the footage from. But I yeah. don't, I couldn't find any like one source that it came oh, from. Oh, that would be so funny if it's all just like yeah. Honor Majesty's <laughs> Secret Service. Hey, you know, it's you been know? done before. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They have done it on this show before where it's been like an, a famous feature film. Oh, that's that awesome. Taken that's so good. Uh, all right. So a five out of 10. That's uh, yeah. right. Okay. Middling. What about you, Annie? Uh, I'm giving this an eight. Um, I was excited. Uh, (laughs) I thought, yeah, I mean, was it good? No. no. (laughs) Was it exciting? (laughs) Yes. I didn't say, was this good on a scale of 10? It's yeah. I was excited. He had to scale a mountain. He rescued eagles. He blew up a shed for no reason. Mm -hmm. Like, come on. Wow. I could not disagree with you more um, <laughs> and this really doesn't ever happen this way i'm so shocked i had I to try i had to start watching this episode in four different sittings oh wow because i kept being like i cannot focus on this it is so fucking boring to me it was yeah. like uh, like every time they cut to stock footage i was like yeah that's pretty but it has no bearing on what's happening all the narration was like why did you just have something happen instead of fucking talking for an hour mm-hmm, i was mm-hmm. so bored um that when they b- blew up that shed i was like well thank god they did something um i didn't care about the eagles at all i didn't care about it didn't wow. feel like a macgyver episode because it's like you know, he does like exciting shit with spies and stuff. And it was just like, I'm just watching him like try to cradle this fucking eagle the whole time. Anyway, uh, I'm giving it a four. That's what I'm giving it. It would be funny if you go through all that and then you're like seven. Seven point five. No, I'm giving it a four. It's probably the lowest I've ever scored something in this category. How well crafted was this episode on a scale of one to ten? This is writing, directing, acting, all of it. Uh, like <laughs> two, I guess. <laughs> I don't think there was. I don't think this had. I don't think any, this got anybody any uh, Golden Globe nods. You know, <laughs> the kid. He was good. No wonder yeah. he got into T uh, two a Cameron picture. Yeah. You know, he, I, I've good. seen much more annoying kids in yeah. this and other shows. Yes. Yeah, and he was not terrible. And yeah, is it like? Do we have to score this on some kind of a curve? Because like in the eighties, would this have been like past muster, or would it have still been shit? 
I think it would have been shit. There's no way. <laughs> and also, like, imagine the story. Just think of just what happens. Right. Even a really good writer writing that is boring. So from, yeah. like, inception, this thing sucks. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like we could, the three of us could make this script better. If we wanted to. Yeah, but it'd still be a five. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like it's not like like it, there was Correct, nothing yeah. really happening there. Yeah, right, right. Uh okay, cool. Uh what about you, Annie? I, I feel like I never give this category really higher than a three. So I'm I'm going three. If, okay. Yeah, the writing holes all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I found actually the um like Darren and the mom, like mm -hmm. less offensive in terms of the actors than I did the bad uh, yeah. poacher ex-con crew. They like tanked the whole thing for me. I was like, this is not. Yeah, I would agree. I think I have like on one side of the scale, I have um, Richard Dean Anderson, the kid who plays Darren and the mom. Mm -hmm. They're acting and they're and what they did acting wise. And on the other side of the scale, I have the directing and the editing and yeah. the writing. Yeah. And it's just like for me, that tips the scale way down. Uh I'll I'll agree with you. I'll go three as well. I um, also think though that maybe those henchmen, I because they're day player type guys, and they do like I looked them all up, they all do have tons of credits. I feel like the direction and it just was nothing. Like because yeah. I think they were they, they were they acted menacing. I feel sure. like they were yeah. being told you are going to murder that child. You're evil. And that right. tone yeah. just didn't mesh yeah. with what else was happening. And they did make an effort to like say, okay, there's a good cop, bad cop thing happening where one of them yeah. is willing to kill the child and the other one's not. And there's tension involved in that. But I was just like, their motivation was so unbelievable to me. Yeah. I was like, they just it, talk about shoehorning a villain into a storyline. You know, it's like, it, well, it's not enough to have these eagles. We have to have some kind of villain plot, you know? And if you think about it, if when he was hang gliding in the beginning, if he was looking the other direction, he wouldn't have seen any of that yeah. happened and there oh, would have yeah. been no move, no story i can't yeah. find the eagles i don't know where they went yeah yeah that it was crazy so yeah so strange okay so next category is now we switch to one to five so on a scale of one to five how innovative was this episode this is the macgyverisms the shit that he builds everything from the little reflective mirror to blowing up the shed all of it uh i think it was I, because I, I don't have a lot to compare to. Mm. I think the shed blow explosion was rad. I think that was awesome. Uh, I think the the problem with it was is that his plan didn't work. It was actually the other fellas shooting the arrow is what sparked the whetstone or whatever and started oh, the yeah, fire. You're right. Yeah. So in that case, the it kind of took the the slingshot idea out of there. He could have done anything. Um, and since well, okay, since it also I don't know if I already gave an answer. I can't remember, but I'm going to change it to three. So in my <laughs> I was ready to give it a four, but then yeah. I moved it down to a three. Yeah. Uh, no, we're going two. We're going to go two because also <laughs> the all the rock climbing stuff. As soon as I saw he was you, you, building rock climbing stuff from things in a junk drawer, I was like, uh -oh. yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's that to, that is a perfect example of something that like. Is like he got halfway there with regular stuff and then he just started pulling shit out of a drawer. And I was like, yeah. this isn't a MacGyverism. This is just you rifling through a dead guy's shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, two. I'll give it a two. Great. What about you, Annie? Um, I'm going to say three. I think that the, um, the tent stakes rock climbing thing was really stressful and not cool to watch. Like, it, I really felt like um, it, yeah, it, it took me out of it. The mirror thing I also thought was pretty dumb. Um, <laughs> the slingshot I did think was cool. I don't necessarily know that it 
I mean, it obviously didn't do anything, but I think that the idea and the like sure. invention of it was still cool. Um, and just, you know, cradling that eagle, that's sometimes the greatest MacGyverism of all <laughs> yeah. is caring. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to give it a three for that. Puke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, you know, it's just nice to see MacGyver nestle some eggs into a bed of pubic hair yeah, and yeah. pour some oil on it. Pour some oil on <laughs> well, it. I hate this episode. I hate it so much. Uh, It really, (laughs) it's like, usually I can tap into some sense of my own nostalgia and be like, as a nine-year-old, I would have loved this episode uh, for for X reason. And even the episodes we hate as a nine-year-old, I would have loved. And this is one that I would have fallen asleep as a kid too. I fucking think it's But weren't you looking forward to this episode the whole time like I was because they've used the freeze frame of this (laughs) for like the first two seasons. And I've been dying to know- Sure. We talked about this on our previous episode with Gareth Reynolds, who uh, I I regret to say is going to have to watch this episode because he was like, I want to see what happens with this kid in the hang glider. I'm like, you don't want to see it. Trust me. (laughs) (laughs) But Uh, I'll see this, though, Mm. just to to, I don't know if you guys have watched the next episode. I talked a little bit. Uh, The next episode. The, in the first two minutes is more excitement <laughs> absolutely in, in this entire episode i agree i'm not kidding yeah. it's what it's <laughs> i turned it off not even two minutes in and it's it's yeah. awesome so oh great oh great not 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 awesome yeah. enough to keep you watching it but <laughs> oh god no no i almost broke my thumb trying to hit the remote to turn it off <laughs> oh shit well uh all right so uh, i'm gonna also give it i guess i'll give it a two that's charitable as far as i'm concerned because i've uh, this is wow. turning into a show where Annie loves MacGyver. I know. I I'm really, like, uh-huh. I'm unsettled. I am yeah. unsettled. Yeah, right yeah. Now. This is very different. Um, okay. And the last, uh, oop, I just broke my desk. Uh, wow, you're oh, yeah, yeah. so mad. You're oh, I'm so happy. Things. My microphone gaff is finally out of the picture. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I literally just broke like the cross piece and my, like, my foot went straight through it. Um, <laughs> uh, um, it looks like MacGyver's shed right now. So oh, yeah. uh, on a scale of one to five, what is the... 80s cool factor of this episode. Uh, this is just kind of your Magnum PI index. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is a this is a one. This is a, or a zero if we can <laughs> go lower. There's cool. it's it's eight. There's nothing. I there is nothing cool. Also, I'll tell you this. I grew up on a farm in the middle of nowhere where there was fucking eagles everywhere. Who sure. gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> so this is a big old. I'll give it a zero or a one, whatever I'm allowed to. Uh, allowed to but if I want. grew up. Hey, you know what? If I grew up uh, in this apartment here in Brooklyn and I'm watching this shit, I might be like, whoa, what's that flat mountain? You know, I might yeah, have cared right, right, more. Right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, we're going to that's how that's exactly egg. how I feel. I did not grow up with eagles in yeah. my yard mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> so i didn't yep. yeah i grew up I in the was, woods in the woods in vermont and i've seen enough birds i was thrilled yeah oh, that's <laughs> thrilled. Awesome. yeah yeah uh i you know and when you say the thing about like darren kind of running wild like that's literally what my childhood was i was yeah. like they would just kick me out in the woods and be like i'll see you at dinner man like yeah. in, enjoy I, yeah i can't even imagine <laughs> yeah the only unbelievable part is that the mom gave a shit <laughs> like yeah. that's the part <laughs> It makes no, if this was really the 80s, she'd have been yeah, like smoking right. a Durell menthol light being like, I don't know, he's around here somewhere. It right. is strange exactly. that she wasn't smoking. I felt yeah. like that that yeah. mom would have smoked. But. Yeah, yeah. yeah, especially absolutely. after losing her house to Charles in charge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Annie, what do you think? One to five 80s cool factor. Um, it, this was not a particularly cool episode. <laughs> there was not. Um, the, the Eagles were kind of like you know, interesting from a nature lover's yep. perspective, but not in any way cool. Um, 
and yeah, there, there was not a lot there. I, I, as a kid, I can't imagine anything more boring than like, all right, we're going to go up to grandpa's cabin and, you know, just sit there with a radio, um, for, for however long. So I'm going to say one. Okay. Uh, yep. I, there are a few things in this episode we've, we've distinguished before between eighties and eighties. Cool. Right. Yeah. Eighties is, uh, uh, caring about wildlife. You know what I mean? 80s cool is like the crossbow. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's very 80s cool. So, but there just was, there wasn't that much to like sink your teeth into here. Um, so yeah, I'll go to one as well. Uh, there are a couple of bonus categories here. Does he help out an old friend? Yes or no? No. No. This is like no. these are strangers to him. Uh, is he detained against his will? He's not. Again. Right? These are MacGyver things. These are yeah. tropes that this is why I hate this episode because he's never like locked in a room by those bad guys. He's never no, really No, I mean, he's forced to sleep in a cave. Yeah. Uh, is he deta- he's detained by the storm. The weather. Yeah. <laughs> God. Mother. Well, I mean, Earth. I wouldn't, I wouldn't count it because it's not like he was in a bank vault yeah. or something. Yeah. Act of God, I think. Um, great. Uh, well, <laughs> that concludes it's classified. It's time to reveal the results on a scale of one to a hundred. The, uh, this episode receives 34 points, making it, anybody want to guess? The, the worst? Worst episode we've seen of season two so far. And probably uh, season one as well. I think this is this is right down at the I bu- think this might be the lowest scored this episode. This goes below, what was, what was last season's lo- low scoring episode? It was... Trombo's World or... Uh, oh, it was Trombo's World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that about Dalton Trumbo? <laughs> <laughs> no, Trombo's World was the uh, Killer Ants episode um, oh. of season one. And that was, um, I mean, I got to say more memorable than Eagles. Sure. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, that That's it. That's really uh, the whole podcast. Uh, any parting thoughts from uh, either one of you? Patrick, thanks for doing this. This was so Thank fun. you for having me. If you guys don't mind, I'm actually going to just take this audio mm. and re-edit it <laughs> so that it works. I have got a podcast called uh, Peaceful Easy Feelings, where it's like Eagles, the band podcast. And I'm just going to... Chop, just out, chop, chop it, it up, yeah, whatever works. Yeah. yeah, and then the Eagles were on drugs. You know, it all makes sense. <laughs> It'll <laughs> all make as much sense as this fucking thing. Yeah, did. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that's great. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. This was uh, absolutely uh, the way I felt about stand up. Like where you're like, you get a like a, a homework show. Sometimes yeah. you're like, oh, I don't know, but then it's always fun. Yeah. Podcast, I'm a hundred percent the other way. I want to do a podcast where I have to do the weirdest shit. Yeah. I just don't. <laughs> I do not want to talk about starting comedy in Des Moines, Iowa, in the right, early two right, thousands right. anymore. No. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So uh, this was uh, as soon as I, you guys told asked, I was like, "Oh, perfect! Yeah, <laughs> fantastic! Awesome!" Well, we're glad you could do it. This yeah. is so. You know, fun. Also, guys, I do have. Uh, if you guys want to come on my show, I am trying to find John Benet's killer. I have a new okay. podcast. <laughs> I want to be on your I want to be in your coach podcast quite frankly. Please <laughs> just reboot that. We would love to uh, we would love to do I'm, I'm this is my thing. My big takeaway from this episode is like I need to revisit Salute Your Shorts. I am not ruling out starting a podcast about yeah. it. <laughs> well, all oh, the shows. Okay. Uh, uh, the idea of it is fantastic, you know. Uh we're in the world is ended. Do whatever you want because soon we all in too. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. sorry. Is that uh, are we do you guys usually always we all That's say that? Together. We go out always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that is it for this week. Thanks for listening, everybody. And don't forget to check out our website at themacgyverpod.com and all our socials and our Patreon. It's all at the MacGyver Pod. If you want to watch old episodes uh, of the show along with us, as Patrick mentioned, you can check them out for free on Pluto TV or you can watch with the CBS All Access account or buy them on Amazon Prime. 
Join us next week when we will be breaking down Season 2, Episode 9, Silent World. Take care, everybody. And remember, in the immortal words of our buddy Mac, Friends, friends are, are the, the adventures, adventures of, of life. life. Good night. <laughs>